So, Phil, who do you think won the first debate between Scott Walker and Tony Evers? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for that question, Scott. And I want to thank everyone for being here today to uh, to listen to us podcast about this debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who did you think won? Well, there was a debate, and we are a nation of debates. <laughs> um, and we are also a nation of opinions about debates. Now, I, I think we need to change our opinions about debates if we're going to discuss this debate. Well, that's all fine, Phil, whatever you just said. But you're not answering my question. Who won the debate? Scott Walker or Tony Evers? Scott, this is a difficult question. I want to thank you for asking it me <laughs> so directly. This debate is going to change the way we talk about politics in the state. <laughs> and it's going to be transformative. And whatever happens in this election, it will be because of this debate. All right. Are you mimicking Scott Walker by chance, especially towards the end of the debate Friday night? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Jill Geisler, who is sort of the grand poobah of this uh, Wisconsin broadcasters debate, at least twice came in and, and said, Governor, you're, you're not answering this question. UW Credit Union allows access to any student in the, in this, from this state to refinance their student loan at, de- at rates, I should say, that are as competitive or better than other states who've done it on their own. Governor, your time is up. And the first part of the question specifically asked whether DACA students should be entitled to in-state mm-hmm. tuition as they are in several other states. Could you address that, please, in 30 seconds? Sure. And, Jill, what I was saying about that is we're a nation of immigrants and a nation of laws. The laws are very clear at the federal level. They need to be changed at the federal level. Uh, From our standpoint, we want to make college affordable for everyone out there, which is why, as I mentioned, we're talking about needs-based financial assistance, which we provide to students all across the state, as well as freezing tuition to make it more affordable. So that was a yes or a no on in-state tuition? Well, I said the laws. The laws are very clear at the federal level. We cannot do that without being in violation of federal laws. We'll go on. Tony Evers said that he would let DACA students, that is, young people who were brought to the United States by their parents and they're not here legally, Tony Evers said he would charge those students tuition at the in-state rate, and he said that other states are doing that as well. Uh, The governor danced around another question about whether he supports making a first-time drunken driving ticket a misdemeanor crime. When people are out multiple times on the road uh, with drunk driving offense, that is putting a risk to all of us in society out there. And beyond that, it's part of the reasons why I've raised concerns after talking to law enforcement and public health officials uh, about uh, legalizing marijuana. You know, I just saw a report from Canada that said, I believe in Canada now, they actually see a higher number of vehicle-related crashes related to drug as opposed to alcohol. We need to make sure we don't have any impaired driving, whether it's alcohol-related or drug-related as well. Governor, I think the question was first offense criminality as opposed to civil. Right. And my point on that is we need to go after not just the, not so much the first offenders, although we need to make it a taboo for anyone to be driving under the influence, be it from alcohol or drugs or anything else. But where the biggest threat has been and why we crack down on that and need to do even more is on people who are out over and over and over again. So they you need would to be or wouldn't the change the law on the first offense? No, I don't think Tony said that either. I don't think either of us said that. Mr. Evers, just to be clear. I would, I would, I would look at uh, making it criminal, but I also it would have to be tied with ways to not just incarcerate people, but to, to help them return to society. Thank you both for that clarification. So, what do you make of the governor kind of dodging some questions there? 
Well, he's a politician. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah, not only is he a politician. He's a pretty smooth politician. Oh, he was so smooth in this debate and came across as just relaxed and I've done this before and things are good in Wisconsin and he wasn't really throwing any big punches. And uh, in terms of just an impression of how somebody did at the debate, I would say he did better than Tony Evers. Tony Evers was kind of stumbling around a little oh, bit, yeah. Tony particularly was, at the he start. He was deer in the headlights. I mean... Particularly at the start. He got better as you went on, but still, if you had to ask me who won this debate, I would say the Milwaukee Brewers won this debate because (laughs) they were going head-to-head against the gubernatorial debate, and I don't think they lost any viewers. No, I don't think so. And they won the game Friday night. They did, before they lost. That's the one thing I would credit Tony Evers with is he twice brought up the Brewers at the start of it and at the end. What's Scott Walker doing not talking about the Brewers? I don't know, man. That's like politician 101 right there. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about the first gubernatorial debate on this week's Center Stage with Milford and Hands, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics. I'm Scott Milford, the editorial page editor for the State Journal. And I'm Phil Hands. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the State Journal editorial board. The better looking half. noticed it right away. It didn't come up till the end, but the entire panel of journalists asking the questions at this debate, which was held in Madison, out at Channel 15, I think, they were all women. It didn't come up till the very last question when they said, when they kind of made a point of it and said, why should women vote for you? But I did think that the panel did a good job. Right off the bat, they asked a couple of what were the sort of outrage of the week questions. Governor Walker, as of this week, four of your former cabinet secretaries have publicly criticized you. Your former transportation secretary says you're inaccurate about state highways. Secretaries of financial institutions, corrections, and economic development say they initially believed in your vision for the state, but described your leadership with terms like schemes and cover-up and, quote, micromanagement manipulation and mischief, including directives not to leave a paper trail on major decisions. How does the fact that four of your appointees are raising these allegations affect your credibility? That was Jessica Arp of Channel 3. The governor highlighted some of his general achievements and then eventually got to answering the question. I'm not afraid to have people with diverse opinions in my cabinet. For years, I had a cabinet member who wanted to raise the gas tax, and I told the voters clearly I would never raise the gas tax without an equal or greater reduction elsewhere uh, in in their tax burden overall. Uh, Even in addition to my cabinet, when I was in county government, I had a member of the cabinet there who worked for a Democrat uh, United States Congress, and I even had a personal aide in the past who worked for Joe Lieberman, who was a running mate with Al Gore when he ran for president in 2000. I'm not afraid to have people with diverse opinions out there, but what I always will do is be straight with the voters of the state of Wisconsin. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and then I'll follow up and do it. And I hope you can see, based upon our record, we've got more people working in this state than ever before, some of the best schools in the nation, and your property taxes are lower today than before you started. Not surprisingly, Evers wasn't buying it. Uh, Governor Walker talks about diversity, but I look at this in a little different way, and that is it's about how you govern and how the people of Wisconsin trust you. When you have four of your top lieutenants, and uh, uh, you you hired them, uh, Scott Walker, 
And, uh, and they're talking about things like, you know, uh, alluding to not being truthful, um, making sure that, uh, uh, that transparency was not an issue, hiding things from the, from the, uh, from the, from the, the media. And the bottom line is, and this is the thing that I think is most important, uh, time and time again in, the, in this discussion that w we saw today, we saw people that were your closest uh, attendants and, 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 and advisors saying that the integrity thing was very important, but you put your, your, uh, your political agenda ahead of the people of Wisconsin. Now that is something that frankly is, is very frightening to me as a citizen, and I will change that going forward. Then it was Tony Evers' turn for a sharp question from Emily Fannin of WKOW 27. Mr. Evers, Political reported today and your Department of Public Instruction confirmed that four passages in your recently submitted department budget were plagiarized. The sections include 15 paragraphs that have been lifted from a blog post and other paragraphs that were taken from a Wikipedia entry without attribution. You've been a lifelong educator and your own Department of Public Instruction website warns about the dangers of plagiarism. Just as we asked Governor Walker, what does it say about your credibility that this would happen under your watch? Well, if this is the best Scott Walker has, he doesn't have much, I'll tell you that. We dropped a few, um, a few uh, citations from the back pages of a budget. We talked to the people involved, it was, it was a mistake, and they fixed it. Now, the last thing I need in my life is to have Scott Walker lecturing me about the issue of, uh, uh, of, of, of plagiarism, frankly. He takes budget items directly from national organizations and, and high-dollar high, uh, high sponsors, passes them into law without change, barely changing a word. The issue about my budget is this. It is going to ask for $1.4 billion extra for the kids of Wisconsin. That's what's important to me. The governor used a school analogy against the state superintendent of schools. I don't know of a teacher out there that would allow a student to hand in a term paper that plagiarized major portions of a document without attributing it, particularly from Wikipedia out there. But, but that aside, let's talk about one thing I'm happy to copy, and that is my friend Tommy Thompson. Walker handled that first tough question deftly. He's good at deflecting and defending. Uh, his and record and sounding reasonable, reasonable, oh, yeah. and not and not like a partisan hack as he does it too. He's the uh, relaxed neighbor in your living room. He approached this debate. The governor, Governor Walker, did. I thought very confidently. He wasn't going out of his way to try to shake anything up to put Tony Evers on the defense or try to rattle him. He seemed to be just kind of like, yeah, I'm still in control of this race. What did you think? Yeah, I think so. The one knock on Walker is that maybe he's a little too smooth for these things. I mean, maybe he's a little bit too Weasley. You know, well, he's a little, you know it's Weasley, Walker, and Tax and Tony is, the, is, is what this <laughs> debate has come down to. And there might be some people out there like, he's just too, he's just too sm smooth a talker to, to, for me to trust him. What Tony Evers needs to do better is not stumble around with his words as much. Some of that's okay, because then he comes across as, hey, this guy isn't a flashy politician. He's authentic, he's, right? He's authentic. I think Scott Walker knows this is going to be one in the middle. This isn't going to be won by firing up either side's base, because that's why he's not lobbing bombs. That's why he's not trying to score points on, on, on Tony Evers. He's trying to sound very reasonable, like a guy that's somebody in suburban Milwaukee who doesn't like Trump, 
but doesn't but doesn't think Scott Walker's done a particularly bad job. Maybe he's a little tired of Scott Walker, but he's not. But you know, he hasn't done a bad job as governor. He wants that person to say, you know what, I'm going to stick with Scott Walker. I'm not going to try something new because I'm mad at Trump. Yeah, and a couple times he kind of pointed to Tony Evers and said, you know, Tony's right. Or he'd say, you know, yeah, we agree on this point. So he was definitely trying to be more of the, hey, come on, we're all Wisconsin, let's pull together, which is trying to undermine Tony Evers' point, which is he has not been a unifier, he's been a divider. Yeah. I'm an educator and I bring people together. That's what I think is important. Kathy and I have lived all across the state of Wisconsin, and believe me, we have seen more opportunities for people to be united than they are to be divided. And that's what we need to think about in the state of Wisconsin. I truly believe that as, uh, as governor of the state of Wisconsin, I will bring people together. And that's not just an empty phrase. People of Wisconsin are sick of the political rancor that we hear every single day. The last Marquette poll had showed that this was uh, a dead heat. Absolutely dead even. So neither one of them have to necessarily make up ground. They just need to, like you say, appeal to the center. Walker mentioned Tommy Thompson three times in this debate. I think he mentioned Trump maybe once. Tommy Thompson didn't beat Tammy Baldwin for Senate last time around, but I think he still has a reputation as more of a moderate than Walker, certainly than Trump. A couple times uh, Tony Evers brought up Trump, not necessarily by name, to sort of say that the governor's not really sticking up for our state when he needs to. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised that Evers didn't stress that a little bit more. At one point, Tony Evers said, this debate is not about Donald Trump. Well, maybe that's good for moderates, too. I mean, that, you know, I think, you know, there are people that are just kind of sick about hearing about about Donald Trump and maybe maybe trying to avoid talking about his policies is a smart is a smart thing to do as in this debate for both candidates. Certainly the tax issue is front and center. This is sort of old school politics where you say Tony the taxer is going to jack up, you know, your gas tax, your property taxes, $1200 a year in yeah, gas taxes. Pile all these taxes on you, poor citizen. And I don't think that that line is as effective as it used to be. Tony Evers has talked about raising property taxes over and over again. You can go back and look at the record out there. He's also talking about raising income taxes on manufacturers, manufacturers, people that create jobs and opportunity in the state, on, on farmers at a time when they certainly don't need a, a tax increase and by raising the gas tax by as much as a dollar a gallon. Walker gave himself away a little bit where he's like, he wants to raise taxes on manufacturers. Manufacturers! <laughs> like, like of all people. Of like, all. oh, you've got the old lady here who can't afford to pay her property taxes. You've got a student who can't pay taxes. because, But manufacturers? This is the worst possible place you could apply a tax. But those are job creators, Scott. <laughs> those are all job creators. And they don't pay any income taxes already. No. I mean, what, what Tony's talking about is pulling back on some of those tax cuts that the governor just gave sweetheart to, tax deals to manufacturers and farmers. Now the governor was came. He said, "Well, he wants to raise taxes on farmers. Well, getting rid of that tax credit would increase state income taxes on farmers." But then Evers says, "Yeah, but I'm going to be giving them a 10 percent cut if they're not filthy rich, so they'll come out just fine." And the way those laws, the way those those manufacturing and farming tax credits are are hooked up, you know, I think they do you know, help a lot of small manufacturers and small farmers, 
undoubtedly, but they also are really generous to big manufacturers and big farmers. Given that farmers are hurting so bad now because of Trump's trade war and just because of there's a lot of milk, the price has gone down, it would seem a ripe time for Tony Evers to pull off some of those farm economy votes from Walker, who during this debate you know, slips in prominently that, oh, these I was meeting with these farm groups who endorsed me. Yeah. So the farm groups are still, by and large, for Walker. And I think the fact that he can say Tony Evers wants to reverse this tax credit that I gave to farmers probably helps Walker keep some of those votes. I will say that Walker had the lamest response ever for what we do with our with our to help our farmers out, which is, well, we can eat to, we need to eat more cheese and cereal. Yeah, I mean, was really? Funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Aren't, aren't we fat enough in Wisconsin? I know. I mean, <laughs> I do yeah, my fair share with the to... cheese lobby. Come on, people. Yeah. I, that was ridiculous. I mean, that's, that, that, you know, what, 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 sort of, what sort of industry exists where people are like, well, if we're not making a product people want, they should just, you know, consume more of it. Yeah, it's totally not free market. But then again, this guy's been... Kind of a big government subsidy governor. He's he's for corporate when it comes socialism. To Foxconn, by the way, and and Foxconn did not was never mentioned other than Tony Evers alluded to alluded it at one point it. during a question about the economy. We have to change our focus. It can't be hail mary passes for one part of the state against the other. What we need to do is invest in those, in those you know, startups, uh, those young entrepreneurs that absolutely exist all across the state of Wisconsin. He probably should have said Foxconn rather than just kind of mentioning it vaguely. Very vaguely. But he'll get better. I mean, the, the good news for Tony Evers is as stumbling around with his words as he was in this debate, most people didn't see it because they were watching the Brewers win game six. And he kind of got a better feel for it. Where he's strongest is where he comes across as sort of a little folksy. Being not a politician is good for him. And and in this era of Trump, he certainly is, he comes across as, gee whiz, nice guy. Yeah. I mean, so does, so does Walker. If the polling holds constant and it's even on election day, I think there's a very good chance that Scott Walker wins this race. You know, because I think, I think his base is more reliable to turn out and pull that lever for, for, for Scott Walker than for Tony Evers. And he's got way more money to spend on television ads, and you can't say that that doesn't have an effect. All of the TV ads in the world is not going to buy you love, as Kevin Nicholson found out in the Republican primary for U.S. Senate. So that's not the only thing that matters. But I, but I don't think it's a surprise that Tammy Baldwin is ahead in the U.S. Senate race because she's got way more money to spend on uh, TV ads, and I don't think it's a surprise that Scott Walker is still in this race, and I'd still say he's the favorite in my mind because he can spread his message more than Tony Evers can. I will say about this debate, it was it was it was refreshing to have a debate where they weren't talking about uh, pornography in schools. Oh gosh, yeah, you know, it's just all the ads about Tony Evers are about pornography in schools, which is this very you know obscure, minute issue dealing with a teacher. Half, uh, almost a decade ago now, I think. Yeah, and all the salaciousness involving our president didn't wash into this either, which is a nice break. I mean, you've got two very polite guys here. When At the start of the debate, Jill Geisler said that she would, uh, you know, the microphones will cease to work. If you keep talking, yeah. when I tell you your time's up, which was a sort of a ooh. But then... Within about a third of the debate, somebody credited them like, oh, my gosh, you guys are really sticking to time. time. Thank yeah. you. This is a very good 
debate in terms of just being a civic event that gets to some issues and tries to keep the candidates answering questions and not dodging them. So much more civil than the than the Senate senators debate that we had a couple. It of weeks was. Ago. This was very. This was a very civil discussion about people from people who have different ideas about how to run government, which is really all that politics is about. Yeah, but there again, the difference between that race and this one is you had Leah Vukmir, who's desperate to shake up this race and change it because she's so far behind. This race, according to the last Marquette poll, is a dead heat. So neither one of these guys is necessarily wants to risk at all. But they still want to do well and and keep what they have and hopefully score a couple points um, that voters remember. What do you come away from this remembering? The thing that stuck to me was how good Scott Walker is at not answering questions. And the other thing, he's a guy that repeats things. He repeated over and over again some of the stats on how good the economy was. I traveled was. the state. One of the things I, I love best is seeing how proud people are of their families and of their homes. I love seeing how proud people are of their employers and their small businesses and farms. I I love seeing how proud people are of their schools and their colleges, their clinics and hospitals. I love seeing how proud people are of their places of worship and their nonprofit organizations. I love seeing how proud people are of their communities and of our state. We are Wisconsin proud. I gotta tell you, I'm proud to be your governor. I'm proud of what we've done together over the past eight years to turn this state around. Remember back eight years ago, this state was suffering. It was a mess. We had double-digit tax increases, billion-dollar budget deficits, and record job loss. Now we have more people working than ever before. Eight consecutive months in a row of record low unemployment. The Brewers won the debate, but after that, I think Walker won the debate, but so few people saw it that I'm, I don't think this debate really changes too much of anything. The fact that Tony Evers seemed like he had trouble getting a sentence out of his mouth for a good chunk of this, this debate seemed a little amateurish to me. And that stuck out dramatically for me. But uh, nobody saw this debate. So to kind of give you an idea of how this was the opposite of a nasty debate. This was this was about as nasty as it got, is after, after uh, the governor ridiculously said that Tony Evers was going to raise gas tax a dollar a gallon and would cost uh, the average typical family $1,200. Evers, in his response, he says, holy mackerel is what I say. (laughs) (laughs) That's as bad as it got. Wow. Watch your language, Tony. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Well, Well, he did swear at at his uh, convention speech. You're goddamn right he did. Yeah. Take the Lord's name in vain. We can't have somebody like that teaching our children. But at this debate, he kept it clean. It was just holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. That sounds like something you'd say when the Brewers hit a home run. Go Brewers, man. What a a season it was for the Brewers. Do the the Brewers affect this race in any way? I mean, people feel good about Wisconsin. It depends on who Yelich endorses, right? Find and follow our podcast, Center Stage with Milford and Hands, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. All the music on our podcast is by Tube Tester. To listen to past episodes of our podcast, go to go.madison.com slash center stage.